talk a little NBA. Jordan Schultz joins us, Yahoo Sports. Uh, Jordan, good morning. How are you, bud? Guys, doing great. Thanks for having me. You got it, Jordan. Thanks for getting up early. Oh, no problem. I'm, I'm up. I'm up. All good. Okay. You're you're very kind to do that, and thank you for coming on. Okay, let's start here because this has just been like – this story to be Jordan just has so many layers, this Kyrie Irving story. And from, you know, the, not only the trade request, but the report from Stephen A. Smith that LeBron James's camp was the one that leaked it to the press conference we got from Dan Gilbert and Kobe Altman this week, all of these things that are swirling around – I'm just curious, in NBA circles and people you're talking to, are more people sort of understanding what Kyrie potentially wants to do? Are they maybe sympathetic or empathetic to what he wants to do? Or are more people like, you're blowing it, what are you doing, why would you want to leave LeBron James? What, where is sort of the, the consensus coming down in NBA circles? You know, Maggie, for me, it's been more of the latter. I think most people think, you know, LeBron for being a superstar, and I, I've always thought this at least, uh, and I think the sentiment has grown that he's he's an easier superstar to play with than, you know, say Kobe Bryant. You know, he's somebody that's willing to defer. This is the first year ever, actually, that he'd never led Cleveland. But he did not lead Cleveland in shots. You know, Kyrie had the ball more, more so than LeBron. He had a really high usage. And LeBron lets Kyrie be that guy, and that's something that I think Kyrie has taken for granted. I've always thought that Irving has done a good job of letting LeBron, you know, get his and making sure that he – LeBron obviously knows that it's, it's his team, but while Kyrie is still able to take and make these big shots. But people are that I've spoken with have said, you know, for as great a player as Kyrie is at 25, you know, this is just a really bad look for him. Um, it's not something that people generally understand. Uh, and the opportunity to go out and win a championship – now, obviously, everybody knows Golden State will be the favorite again, but – the opportunity next year, guys, to go out and win a championship, uh, at least one more opportunity with LeBron before he potentially opts out. You know, you, you just don't pass that up, especially at 25 when you're still trying to build your career and your legacy. I, I get it, but if he believes that LeBron's going to leave, why have to hang around for the reckoning? Sure, sure. And obviously, you know, that's the other side of it. And, and some people will say that. And, and also the fact that, um, you know, he – it's not like this thing just started, you know, his unhappiness. It's been percolating the past couple of years. Um, he had issues before LeBron got there when they were losing um, and when he was the franchise cornerstone. So part of it is the fact that he wants to go to a franchise with stability. Uh, that's why he mentioned, you know, San Antonio or Miami, you know, Pat Riley, where he, he can not only be the guy, but he can go to a franchise that has, you know, a GM and an owner that are, um, together as opposed to Cleveland, which has obviously been a rotating carousel. Jordan Schultz is joining us from Yahoo. We're talking NBA this morning. And, you know, one thing I'm just curious from your standpoint, Jordan, which is the amount of offers that or re- legitimate offers and good offers that the Cavs would get for Kyrie. Are they that much more now because he has two years left on his contract before he could opt out as opposed to next year? Like, I'm thinking, you know, Moose, if he didn't want to stick around for the reckoning, that's what I would have said if I was Kyrie. I would say, listen, I, things in Cleveland are unstable. I don't know what's going to happen after next year. Trade me now. Instead, the only narrative is don't want to play with LeBron James. Don't want to play with his shadow. And nobody's walked that back from his camp. But I'm just curious, like, if, if LeBron opts out after next year, couldn't Kyrie then just demand a trade next year? Like, Jordan, would he not have – would the Cavs not have as, have as many good offers a season from now as they do this year? 
I, yeah, they wouldn't have as many, but, you know, still the opportunity for teams to go out and get Kyrie and, you know, potentially re-sign them would be incredible and, and, and something that so many teams, Maggie, would, would still make a big offer. I mean, you know, there was a report yesterday came out that six legitimate offers came in, uh, that over 20 teams have reached out. Um, I think teams like Orlando, Denver, they, they can put together really good packages it's a matter of if it's going to be a two or three team deal. I mean, Cleveland's going to get something, a, a nice haul back. It just won't be, uh, even now, two years out, to your point, it won't be a 100, you know, uh, a perfectly even trade because th- that, that's not how trades work in the NBA with superstars. You, you just don't get back the same quality uh, that you're giving out. And if you trade Kyrie, you better make sure, A, you get a player back next year that can help you um, potentially win a championship. And then also young players, assets, picks, and the ability to clear cap because most likely they're going to have to start this thing over uh, in a year if LeBron uh, opts out. So they're getting great offers. Uh, maybe they don't feel like they're good enough. If they waited a year, uh, the offers would still be really good. I just don't think there'd be as many. Um, you know, Jordan, why? But you know, playing off the point of if you're the Cavs here, then why? If you look at your championship window as being the next year, why feel the pressure that you need to trade right. them? Why? Why not just go out there and say, okay, hopefully these guys act professionally, can work together. We're trying to win a championship. Uh, you know, they're they're both getting paid a lot of money. Um, you know, why not just go out there and and hope that it works out for the next year? And then deal with that afterward, or deal with it at the NBA right. trade deadline if it's not working. If you, if the Cavs are trying to win a championship this year, final year, conceivably speaking, of LeBron, they're they're not going to get better or closer by trading Kyrie Irving. Absolutely, and and the, and they won't be as good if they trade Kyrie and, and get back something, even a good player. They, it, you know, they're not going to be as good a team. That that was kind of Mark. That was that was my thought process. But as this thing has gone on, and as We've learned more, and as I've really started to dive into this thing, what I've started to realize is that I don't think it's a fixable situation. Uh, I think the relationship between LeBron and Kyrie, and Kyrie for the Cavs for that matter, is so severed uh, and unhealthy that I just don't know if you if you bring back Kyrie, um, you know, at what point are you going to get a, are you going to reach a boiling point where these two guys literally just won't play with one another and. What, what's surprising to me is twofold. A, is that LeBron hasn't come out and denied this. Then you see him in Vegas and Summerlee with Lonzo Ball. It's just a, that was weird. And, and, you know, the fact that he, he hasn't really denied it. And then also the fact that how, why, why haven't these two guys been put in a room by, by Dan Gilbert mediating whatever and just saying, let's just air it all out. Because if, if that was the case, if they were to put, put in a room together as two grown men, uh, to me, that would be like a, a, just a sensible thing to do, but it has not been done. So as this thing goes on, yes, Mark Cleveland, there's no rush for them. They don't have to make a trade, but they will make a trade, I believe, because I don't think it's a fixable relationship between the two. You know what's so funny? We're talking with Jordan Schultz from Yahoo. What's so funny, too, is in that press conference with Dan Gilbert and Kobe Altman, and you oh. know they were like, listen, we just want to say, like Kobe's like, we got to say a hat tip to, to Ty Lue who's really been instrumental in, in the in the last couple weeks in terms of managing relationships. I want to be like, 
then he's doing a terrible job because yeah, these guys are the narrative yeah. is that the, it's a dumpster fire and these guys are at each other's throats and it's Shaq and Kobe part two. So I, I was like, I don't know if I'd really bring Ty Lue into this yeah, one at that point. point. But I guess, Jordan, what do you think LeBron's endgame is here? Because you said, you know, you mentioned he was watching Lonzo at Summer Ball. The report was he showed up to LaMelo's game, um, but didn't want to deal with the crowd that was there and the hassle. I mean, he hasn't walked it back. Kyrie's, Kyrie's agents haven't walked anything back, obviously. But what do you think LeBron's endgame? Does he want Kyrie and maybe Love traded? I mean, what do you think his angle is? He, I think Kevin Love, to a degree, has uh, given up, for lack of a better word. He just realized that it's just never going to be perfect for him there. I, LeBron would love for, for K-Love to be traded, but LeBron's also a guy that said, go trade Andrew Wiggins and get Kevin Love. So, I mean, it's not like LeBron is the perfect you know, de facto GM. Um, more importantly, he would love for Kyrie to get traded. I, I just, you know, the, if you look back, if you look down a year, a year down the road, I, I think LeBron ultimately is going to be a, a Laker. I really believe that. I think, you know, the end game, the, he's playing the long game here, Maggie, and what he's thinking is, you know, can I build my brand uh, long-term in Cleveland? And uh, I, I think the answer is no in the sense that, like, he's already validated that he's won a championship and delivered his promise there. He'll be 34 in December of 18. If he goes to L.A. next summer, he, he can simultaneously build his career as well as win uh, with maybe a Paul George and Alonzo and a Brandon Ingram in L.A., and it's a totally different dynamic because, yes, you'd have to go through Golden State in the West, but my feeling on that is, like, LeBron's such a competitor. Uh, eventually, he's going to have to beat the Warriors. I just don't think it matters if it's in the finals or in the Western Conference Finals. Well, where did it go so sideways uh, in the relationship? Because there's been many different reports, Jordan, but why, how did it get so bad? Oh, between LeBron and Kyrie or yeah. Kyrie and the, and the Cavs? No, Ka- LeBron and Kyrie. You know, I think part of it is that Kyrie doesn't like he doesn't seem to understand that he's playing with one of the greatest players, or if not the greatest player ever. And and as not understanding it, he doesn't appreciate it. There are so many great players, Musa Maggie, that would love to play with LeBron. Kyrie not only doesn't want to play with them, he doesn't understand or appreciate it. And I think LeBron, as a great player, and as obviously having a big ego. I just don't think – I think he looks at that and it really bothers him. And I also think Kyrie looks at LeBron and he's bothered by the fact that for all the greatness and the shot he hit in Game 7, everybody still recognizes this as LeBron's team. And Kyrie, to me, is just not being patient enough at 25 to recognize his time will come. There will be a passing of the torch. But unfortunately for me now, from what I've been told, it's just not fixable, as I mentioned earlier, because there's such a venom between these two. And it's sad because for all the – issues that they've had if they, you put them on the floor next year they still could win a championship yeah we're talking with jordan schultz from yahoo sports you know i think it's the kind of the other way right like if i was Kyrie, yeah maybe you don't get all the glory when you win but you get a lot of it when you win and you get none of the right. blame when you lose i mean lebron takes all of that he nobody last year was blaming Kyrie irving for losing in five games to the Warriors. I mean, LeBron takes all of that, his legacy, losing in the finals. I mean, nobody's bringing up Kyrie Irving's finals record. You know, it's just, I think it's just very different. In terms of um, Kyrie to the Knicks, I love the mm-hmm. report came out, and this is how much we're hanging on every word. Pablo Torre saying um, he wants, Kyrie wants to come to the Knicks, quote, very much. <laughs> um, I, you know, the <laughs> Knicks finally have a GM. I guess, do you see this happening? We obviously we know the relationship between Melo and LeBron. Has this emerged as a front runner trade, Jordan, or is it smoke and mirrors? 
Well, so there's a lot of layers to it. The most important thing to understand with New York is they they can't by themselves create a package enough interesting for Cleveland to make a deal. That's why, um, you know, an opportunity for Phoenix to get in there makes sense. You know, I reported about a week ago that there were serious talks between the Knicks and the Cavs. But the issue, the other issue is that um, despite that, it's still on Carmelo to waive, you know, know, the the, the no trade clause, which he never should have gotten from Phil, but that's an entirely different story for Knicks fans. Um, But what I've been told is that, you know, the Knicks would obviously love to get Kyrie. He would like to be there. Um, But the Cavs are not necessarily super interested in Carmelo, but what they are interested in is LeBron's interest. And if you could just start it for the... You know the confusion, confusion here, but LeBron would, in many ways, like Carmelo. They're close. They played in Team USA together, so there is some level of like excitement for the Cavs to say, "Well, we don't. Carmelo's not a perfect fit, but it would make LeBron happy. We can get picks and we can clear cap. Uh, maybe get Eric Bledsoe as well, who's not Kyrie Irving, but he's a really good player. So the Knicks are still in this. I think Phoenix is actually more important to this trade than anything because. Um, they have uh, they have future picks from Miami, and they also have a couple young assets, maybe a drag on Bender. So, bottom line is, do I think Carmelo or do I think Kyrie's going to be a Nick? Probably not, but it's very possible. I think the most realistic thing right now for me is is a Miami. But the issue with Miami is that Justice Winslow is, doesn't make any sense for the Cavs because yeah. he can't shoot, and he's a terrible corner three point shooter. So again, you have to have a third team, which is why maybe Phoenix makes sense. Um, you mentioned Mello uh, off the Irie. Uh, it, do you think eventually Carmelo Anthony ends up in Houston? I think, yeah. You know, he he just doesn't want to be in New York, and I don't blame him. But um, at some point, like, we talk about Kyrie guys not understanding the situation. Carmelo just doesn't seem to understand that, like, he's no longer a top 20 NBA player. And he has a terrible contract. Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be great for him to go to, to go to Houston and play with Harden and, and Chris Paul, and you know maybe they could compete for a championship at some point. But he, he's he's also under contract, and there's a new GM there. You mentioned Scott Perry, Maggie. The issue with the Knicks, you know, aside from everything else, is this new GM. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good it's a good step in the right direction. But he's still reporting to Steve Mills, and and, and there's no there's gonna be no culture change with Steve Mills there, still there, and obviously James Dolan. So the Knicks. The ultimate dumpster fire, in other words. Jordan Schultz joining us from Yahoo Sports. Telling it like it is here early Saturday morning. We agree with you. Jordan, thanks so much for getting up early. Really appreciate it. Appreciate it, Jordan.